Welcome back to the Face Off Spot. This is your host, Adam Larson, and we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in to uh, another episode. We always appreciate it when you guys tune in. And as usual, we are sponsored by Rube's Brews. This happens to be another special night out here in the Rube's Brews Tap Room, where Chris Rubio is sitting across from me so he can talk about Rube's Brews on his own. Uh, Chris Rubio, uh, thank you for allowing me and our guest to come here tonight and uh, have a wonderful evening. Well, thank you for being here. The mood is set once again. We got the fire going. We got cold beer. It's the perfect little setting again. So thank you for being here, Adam. Well, it's uh, it's my pleasure, Rubes. But uh, um, I, I, you know, there's certain episodes where uh, I, I kind of call them interviews, and I know that I, I kind of wanted to break away from those a little bit, and kind of started thinking about like, well, how do we get back to that that old fashioned fun of, of the face off spot? And it's to get the boys together. And when we talk about the boys, when we talk about especially the Rubes Brews boys. Um, I don't know if everybody knows this, but Rubes is just a, a, a co-coordinator with the Rubes Brews men's league team. There is another partner involved, uh, Chris Rubio. There is. You know, I am really good at organizing and being the nerd organizer. That you're, yeah, we oh, know. Yeah, that we, guy we got know. everybody, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy got everybody uh, registered and got everybody jerseys uh-huh. and got everybody set up. But you you need a hype man. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I am just like... Uh, everybody needs a flavor flav. Exactly. You know, I can't just do this by myself. Nobody just likes me. We need, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. We need something else. Yeah, you need, you need a reason to bring, to bring the eyes onto the organization. You need kind of that... Uh, you need that person that just stands out just a little bit, but uh, we happen to bring, and th- this has actually been an episode that's been long in the making. I think we've talked about this for probably, I don't know, close to a year at this point. This has been this has been on the agenda for a long time, but we are bringing on the co-coordinator of Rubes Brews Men's League. Can I call it Men's League Hockey Club? Can I do that? It's a Men's League Hockey Club, and we got here today... Bobby Nunez, Bobby Nunez, thank you so much for coming on the show uh, and, and, and enjoying this evening uh, with me and Chris Rubio. We we just we thank you for being here. Well, I'm so excited to be here. I've thought of this since uh, Rubes turned two, and yep. just yesterday Rubes Brews turned three. So happy Yay. birthday to Rubes Brews! So it has been a year then. Yeah, it has been. <laughs> no, we really have, but we really have been talking about this, and I think. Some of the times when I'm talking about like an episode or I'm thinking of a good episode, it's a lot of times when it's just like people talking and I'm like, man, I wish that we would record this at some point. But the cool thing about our interactions is that there has been many of these and we just happen to be recording it tonight. For sure. This will be very organic. I mean, we've, we have a lot of stories to tell as well. This is old school. And so here's the other thing too, is there's a lot for me to learn because, you know, I've only been down here a few years and uh, Rubes Brews is, was here before I got here. I know I have some questions of my own about the inception of that, but before we get to that, we kind of need to talk about how you got into the sport because that's how the guests start the show. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm prepared. Okay. All right. So uh, we want to set the stage. You are, um, you're not even, you haven't skated yet. Uh, you're not even kind of uh, interested in hockey. What is that first step? What's the first spark? Where are you? I know that you're you're a, a Texas uh, person. Texas native, yes, Texas sir. native, but how, how does this work? At what point are you like, hey, I think I like this sport, and where are you? And set the stage for us. Okay, well, the year is 1993. Good year. And it's a great year, and it's a very significant one, and mm-hmm. one I've thought about often before you ever asked me this question, yeah. before I even prepared for it, because in Dallas, Texas, 1993 was one of the most significant years for hockey for hmm. two reasons. One, something, Minnesota, big, something big happened. The Minnesota North Stars <laughs> moved down, but also the Mighty Ducks was released. Oh, you got so double. you've got the biggest, and it's not even an argument. 
It is the biggest hockey franchise that has ever come out. Biggest yeah. hockey movie. So you've got both of those things happening simultaneously within a year. Uh -huh. And I mean, hockey just kind of explodes around here. I know that's how it was for me here. Yeah, I, you I mean, me too. In, like the same thing. Like, you know, like Mighty Ducks movies, everyone's like, yeah, knuckle puck, bro. And then, yeah, the, like the stars moved to Dallas and all of a sudden they're kind of good, you know, towards like the middle end of 90s. And then boom, see you later. Who cares about I football? Mean, at this time, too. It, it was so explosive that you could find gear at stores you would never see it at, like like Walmart. Yeah, I bought one of those cheap little Franklin plastic sticks. I got a net there. The screw in a blades, lot of gear. plastic blades. Yeah, and I mean you can't find hockey gear at Walmart in Texas. No, no, no. You definitely can't. I mean, try. Please tell me if you do. <laughs> no, no. I uh, I actually went. I went into an uh, a, the the Academy Sports right by the. Uh, so I was actually I was looking for an extension, and it was just kind of a, a one off. I was like. There's maybe a chance that they have like maybe like a wooden extension or something. Went in there, very similar to what I felt like the Walmart stores were back in the day. Hey, we have things, but they're going to be kind of like the uh, low quality roller. But what people don't think about is a lot of that gear is the thing that gets kids started into hockey. If everybody was to go 100%. back to things that like, oh, what was my first set of gear? Is like, oh, most likely like a, a tape ball and like a plastic stick. And then it, it's like your parents kind of need to see that before they are willing to purchase the gear that's as, as expensive as it is you know what i mean right right so they had the kind of uh kind of get into the sport gear yeah and then you kind of excel from that and then you make your way to play it again sports if you remember that oh no yeah we had we had tons of play <laughs> yeah bought a ton of gear from there as well <laughs> that's where my parents took us because they're like we're not paying full price for all that expensive gear yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had a bunch of good used gear there that, that absolutely was, and I, I was fine with that i was just happy to get gear didn't matter the, if it was used or not the funny part is, i actually i do have a story every once in a while there's a story that pops up that kind of relates to me but um uh, speaking of walmart gear i was kind of like wanting to get into playing goalie um, you know, I was kind of out. Not you little, too, Adam. Playing a little, playing a little. <laughs> I was young. Okay. Hey, I didn't know any better. I was young and I didn't know any better yet. I was foolish. Um, thought playing goalie would be a lot of fun. Uh, but either way, it was kind of funny because my dad was like, okay, like we want some roller pads. We knew that Walmart had like hockey gear and had hockey pads. Yeah. So we find like a set of goalie pads. They're like the old Franklins that are oh, bottom yeah. of the line, but bottom of the line, but still like to me, big, big name deal. for kids, big deal. And then so we go up, my dad kind of checks the price. He's like, okay, we can, we can do this. And uh, we get up to the register and uh, they're like, well, yeah, this is just for one. We're like, one what? Like one pad. And my dad goes into this whole thing. I've been around hockey for 30 years. You don't say this is a set. You don't sell these at a pad. But uh, essentially, the Walmart did end up giving us the, uh, the set, which is two pads, both left and right leg, uh, for the price that was advertised. Um, but that See? just to show you that uh, the people of Walmart at that point were like, roller hockey's getting big because this Mighty Ducks movie. But at the, the end of the day, we don't know what we're doing here. No, but, yeah, that's a good point. Was that I just mean, it, though, for you? Like, you just watched the Mighty Ducks? You're well, like, I want to play hockey. So like, there was, that there was the start, right? And I had a, a brother. Well, I have a brother. He's a, a year and a half younger than me. So we were just one grade apart. He was born in August. So he was just one grade apart from me. And we grew up together. And we had the same friends. And we were always playing together. So... We had a driveway set, like we had a uh, we had a net, we had goalie gear and player gear, and we would just switch out and just kind of do shootouts on each other. Yeah, but yeah, the Mighty Ducks and Dallas moving here that was huge. It was really significant for any young hockey player. And then you know you have we had the Fort Worth Fire, wow. uh, so you could go to Fort Worth and watch a hockey game. And you know, to a kid, you don't know you're watching just greasy guys who didn't make it yeah. <laughs> you're watching a game and it's exciting and 
Um, I remember I used to beg my dad to take me to those. because I just thought they were so much fun. And I don't know. I feel back then there was a lot more, it's a lot more community because yeah. it was so new. So everyone was trying to get involved. And yeah, now it's just kind of right. like, hey, I go to the star center. The, the, here's the <laughs> trick though, Bobby, is that you weren't fooled. It was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And that was the type of community, community building. And there's been plenty of episodes that we've had where we, you know, kind of talk about this, but there was just, uh, there was more kind of connection, you know, with the community. And the one thing I will say though, you know, with the stars is that with as many communities that are down here, I feel like sometimes it does get difficult to access everyone. Although, you know, I think that maybe sometimes they should kind of put more of an emphasis on that. But when you think about, you know, cause I'm from Tulsa, but Tulsa, dealt with the Tulsa hockey community, which is fairly small. But when you think about the Dallas-Fort Worth hockey community now, it's so large. It's like, how do you, oh, it's like massive, sometimes how do you sure. make an, how, do, how do you make kind of that impact? But I think that earlier, you know, when you were starting, that it was, uh, it was a little bit easier, a uh, little bit easier to do that. But uh, with you kind of getting into the sport, and you're talking about playing roller hockey, uh, you know, kind of around your friends, at, at what point do you start making that transition into ice? Is there because I'm sure there's a certain point where you're like, well, I should maybe start doing this, but in the more uh, competitive, maybe organized fashion. Is is that a thing that happens? Yeah. And I don't know if this will surprise you or not, Adam, but that came much later in life. Did it? Oh, yeah. I I played roller growing up and, you know, I was... But that's the I story. Would, Not I to was, interrupt. Was, that's the story of a lot of people down here from Texas. They played roller for... Well, right. It was, it was abundant. And, you know, uh, to piggyback on your point earlier, like, there is a great hockey community now. We mm-hmm. have it established. But before, when it was very new to all of us, and especially Texans in general, I feel like the net was just widely cast. Yep. Like you yep. just throw it out there, like, let's see who picks it up. Mm-hmm. And now we have a little bit more establishment. There's certainly more rinks. I mean, before, like the first time I skated was at the Galleria when I was like three or four. My yep. mom threw me out and said I was practically a natural yeah <laughs> to her surprise she thought her and my dad were just gonna laugh at me and my brother but yeah. we were actually like zipping around yeah well yeah i played roller growing up and it wasn't until 20 that i played like ice for the first time really mm-hmm. yeah uh for I didn't reference i'm See, thir- I'm, I'm 34 this is, why, this, is why we, this is why we have the podcast so you are surprised that's good I'm so surprised. i'm very surprised. i'm very glad adam thought i was playing ice for longer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is a long time. It's like, that's 14 years. I'm yeah, 34. Well, now, but that's just because we're old. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, we're <laughs> old now. And that's just kind of uh, what happens if you start at 20 and 15 years, but then you start doing the math and you're like, oh, it's just because we're old now. But uh, yeah. either way, though, uh, kind of making that transition uh, into ice hockey, you're enjoying it now. You're, you're a co-coordinator of Rube's Brews. And I <laughs> did want to talk about this kind of before we go any further, because I don't know this much about this. I've heard some stories, but I haven't gotten these stories from either one of you. <laughs> but this was kind of like a collaboration between two organizations that kind of became one. And uh, either of you can kind of talk about this. And uh, to start off, Rubes Brews, the, the organization or the hockey club, if we will, I hold it near and dear to my heart. And um, I just I want to know as much information about this as possible. And then also maybe if you want to tie in how you guys met and how you guys become good friends, because. For most of the people that know Rubes, they know that you are also good friends with Rubes and uh, that this is also kind of like a smaller community within the Dallas-Fort Worth community. I think I'm going to start with becoming friends with Rubes because that's just, it's not very, it's not a tale, but it's just funny from my perspective because I've gotten to know Rubes so well. Yeah. And I just kind of know his character now. 
And before, I, I didn't realize that he had kind of a wall up. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that I was being like, essentially tested and interviewed yeah when hanging know, out and did like you know it at the time no not at all but it was just he, like because he's sneaky he is so. he's very sneaky but now i know him now i know his tricks yeah, but now, before, now, yeah now i was just like you know why isn't why isn't my teammate adding me back on snapchat it's been a, it's been a month like i'm trying to snap you things and then like i realized that that room's just out. he's just such a he's such a faithful guy so if he calls you his friend like you've oh, done yeah. something right yeah. he's you've done something in his eyes that's worthy of friendship and yeah. he's not just going to let anybody in i've yeah. learned that as well so i mean you know for those of you listening or friends with him uh it's it's important to him yeah well and it's special to him so i i appreciate that about you rubes hey and, and, and I, quality I, over quantity i i, yeah, and, and, I agree and I, I i will say this because i can think i talk about this quite a bit but kind of i was new to the i guess i'm not new anymore i've been here for three and a half almost four years but my first like couple years here, you know, I don't have family down here. And it was one of those things where Chris would be like, Hey, what you doing? It's like, Chris is Thanksgiving. What are, like, I don't know. I'm not expecting to talk to you. He'll be like, yeah, do you want to like, come over? I'm like, wait, what? Like we made Adam an honorary Rubio. It yeah. It was a like, natural thing to do. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, no, it's funny. And, and we, we've got, we've been, I just feel like between you, me, John, uh, your brother, John Rubio, and everybody's just like, yeah, I'm a, I guess, officially a Rubio. Do you feel like a Rubio in a way? I, I do. Like, I'm so familiar with this place. I, I, I might as well have just walked in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, the thing is, I tried to. I'm like, they locked the door? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm trying, I'm trying to make it through the front door. My here. apologies. The tap room is supposed to always be. <laughs> yeah. I, was about to say. I feel so at home here that Casey gets upset that I sleep till two. <laughs> <laughs> like, kids are crying. I'm just sleeping away upstairs. Let's <laughs> even wake Bobby up. Uh, he's fine. He knows his way. She's yelling it's breakfast time <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but uh but anyway uh rube's going to you next but uh, i think that that's just kind of the uh how, how people think about you how your close friends think about you we think about you as family or at least i can speak for myself and say that uh the rubios have been uh kind of my mansfield family if you will you are the the ones i watch the super bowls with to go to uh holidays with go on trips with you guys and um i don't know how much you guys know not just you uh you're uh, wife and, and kids, but I, I feel like uh, I'm a part of your clan, part of your group, and I appreciate you. And you I are. Think Bobby and will so say is, the same. And so is Bobby. Like, we, uh, you know, I mean, we, you already know being on the rink, you're going to be around a lot of people, you yep. know, and for me, you know, it's always been about being nice to anybody that I come across, just trying to really, you know, like get to know people that we see all the time that we don't even know. Yep. But I, I also think there's a point in time where you just take the next step with certain people, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you do in a relationship or you do, and you know, like your best friends and, and, um, you know, Bobby's been one of those guys where it's just like there for a while. Yeah. We're trying to get to know each other, but then, you know, mm -hmm. you're in the mafia now you're in. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just feel like once you see certain sides of somebody and you're like, okay, I've seen you yeah. cranky. I've seen you in a bad mood. I've seen you happy. I've seen you. Yeah. All right, I, got yeah, I love the first time. This. I love the first time I saw Adam get mad in the game. I was like, oh. yes. <laughs> he, he has emotion out there. Hey, right. we, we He's can not edit, just nice all the time. We can edit all this out later. We can it's not just this. It was competitive. It wasn't out of control. Hey, no, no, just, no, no, no. You I, showed a little emotion. I, I appreciated it. But I, I remember, I remember you being like, okay, like that's good. Cause I, I think that when I, when I first joined the team, I was just trying to, I was trying to play well, but it was more just like trying to fit in trying to whatever. But then once you get into fit in, you start, I don't know. I kind of play a certain competitive way when I feel a certain way. Hey, but, I, I appreciate that because I can, Rubes has seen me lose it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, yeah, the, the funny part is, is that uh, I haven't been able to make a lot of Rubes Brews games uh, this season, but I was able to make one uh, for Brian Lee's last, uh, shout out Brian Lee, who's 
Uh, all right. Don't look We're thinking about you all the time. If you're yeah. listening, yeah, it's gonna totally. Yeah, um, he's already had a shout out. We're done with him. Uh, but <laughs> Brian, who? <laughs> yeah. But uh, either way, it was just it was kind of one of those things. It was his last game, and uh, I, I've kind of told this joke a, a few times since this game. But it's like I was just gonna, you know, try and ride with him. We were on the same line and everything. And uh, it turns out he just kind of wanted to yell at the ref. So I'm like, you know what? That's what we're going to do. So <laughs> last game, I was like, Brian, is this what we're going to do? We're going to get mad at the refs. Not yeah. overly mad, but, you know, we just uh, we got in kind of a thing. But, Bobby, you were not there. Uh, it made me sad. Oh, I would have been right there with y'all yelling. I, Especially, I would have really appreciated Brian yelling. because it was the first, I never see it. I, like, because he knows he's leaving the organization. I, he's, not, he, he's not tied to the rinks anymore, so he let it loose. It was, it, it Love was it. just that, like, you know, the ref situation for those that are listening right now that kind of know and are kind of in that situation and at least know anything about it in the area, it's kind of tough right now, you know? Like it is. They're, they, they're very we, scrapped. They're strapped right now for them. Yeah, we yeah. know that. Like people are not refing anymore. They're trying to get new refs. There's a lot of hockey being played, and unfortunately, the game we had, you know, the guys we had, they were just they shouldn't be refing like upper level hockey refs. Well, and, and, so, and, 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 <laughs> yeah, and we and, ran uh, into that last. And week. They, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, we had refs, so that's wonderful. But then there comes a time at the point in the game where there's a break, and it's like, hey guys, like you got to call that penalty. Like yeah. that guy was like a foot offside. Like you know, you yeah. just make that little call. And so it wasn't so much Brian was just like, hey, I'll forget it. Yeah, I'm just gonna, yeah, you know, blaze a trail here and leaving. He was genuinely upset like the rest of us they just weren't refing the game like we would expect the game to be ref right so well, i mean that's what it really his normal to. demeanor to me would indicate that something was very wrong for him to speak up because he's normally just the very quiet sort of silent killer out there yeah well, like he's a great player is what i mean i mean but, he's... But, uh, but the other thing too is that he has uh and I've, I've joked around about this a little bit but he also has like a loyalty to like the the officiating brothers or the like yeah part of like I mean, the brotherhood so i call right he is the refs also. They don't. but i i feel like um and i think to kind of piggyback off what chris rubio is saying the thing is like i feel like you can have newer officials out there and that's fine yeah my only thing is i wish they would do a better job about putting the lower ones where they needed to be right. but when you're talking about farmers b i mean especially farmers a but farmers b like you're coming across really really good hockey players and it's really fast and you have to be you know and i just wish that there was like some sort of like tier system for the referees to where it's like hey like if you're a little bit better or, yeah. or have you been here longer maybe you make a little bit more or maybe you you know but like i just feel like with the higher level guys there's a little bit more of uh you really need to know what you're doing well i don't think there's like any that. doubt that they would have that tier system if they had a bunch of refs i guarantee you they would have that sorted out and they would yeah. have the right refs at the right games, but they just need people right now. You can tell. I mean, well, we see different people know, all the time. It's a now. volume issue. You no, know, we don't see the same refs over a, like farmers, for instance, anymore. Like, yeah. We see different guys all the time. Yeah, and and maybe we're talking ourselves in a circle here, but I know that there's been plenty of them that have quit just because of how people have been treating them. So like maybe I'm caught. Which I understand too, because we see the way people kind of, you know, lose it for for really no reason and say stuff to them and are just nasty. And you know what? I'm sure they reached their breaking point where they're like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, I'm getting paid. I like being on the ice. I like hockey, but like that's en enough is enough. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, like there's, uh, and I've kind of thought about this before too, but uh, if you think about it, let's say that you are, because there's like some young, you know, young kids that are refing. Maybe they're late teens, early 20s, whatever it is. Might be one of their first jobs. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people, let's say, uh, you know, an, an easy entry level job is to be like a server. Okay. So like there's sometimes as a server, you, you know, you might have a bad table and that table of like three or four people like are a little snooty with you. And you're like, man, I had a terrible night at work instead of like a referee that's like, hey, like, how'd your night go? Well, I had 30 people yelling at me really loudly. 
And like, really, like they followed me and they, and it's like, like once you kind of get into that, like a, like mob mentality of things, like there's people that feel that and actually feel like kind of a little bit threatened. Like if you think about it, cause they don't know who's yelling at them. They know it's happening. As soon as they step off the ice after the game, there's usually not usually, but sometimes there's a couple parents or whatever they come up to. But at that point, it's like, oh, I didn't know that this was like a pitchfork uh, type situation. So for, for giving refs a little bit of grief, I think we should give them also a little bit of grace. No, absolutely. Like last night, you know, the kid, the guys were green and yep. we left the rink at the same time they did last night. And yep. I just walked over to him and I'm, I know what's going on right now. And I'm like, hey, really appreciate you guys just being here, refing us. I know it can be tough. And I know that maybe you guys hadn't refed, you know, a lot, but just thank you for refing, you know, mm -hmm. like just wanted to just put that point across. I think they appreciated that because yep. they probably, yeah, they probably do see a lot, you know, yep. that if they ref four games in a night, three of the games might be tough. You know? Well, but at the same time, like, you know, if you're trying to be, you know, there's some people that are trying to make their way up, you know, through the refing ranks or whatever. And, and that's one thing. But if you're signing up and making, I don't know, what are they making? 25, 30 bucks a game. Yeah, I think so. That all that, that very, very shortly business, like, man, this is not worth what we're having to deal with right now, you know yeah and so it just gets a little bit tricky but uh bobby nunez this is not about reps this is your else no. can i can <laughs> we can we transition because so bobby's kind of he spoke about me for a second but can i can i tell my story of how i you know bobby this nunez. is an open oh. this is open format here Chris Rubio. so this is how i know of bobby nunez and it's funny and it is connected also to our friend Cal Meese. Oh, is this connected to Cal Meese? Is this story connected to Cal Meese? I do know this story, yes. Cal Meese knows this story. Okay. It's, I, really, it's really funny. I, I used to, when I started skating here and kind of getting to know people, Cal was one of the guys we got to know pretty quickly because he was playing on one of our uh, board patrol teams back in the day at Grapevine, baby. Woo, Polar yep. Ice. R.I.P. Polar Ice. And he, uh, I was living over here closer to the Arlington Mall. And he's like, hey, if you ever want to play, come over to the Arlington Mall. And I said, yeah, I'll, I'll come over there and skate. Well, it was one of those things where I don't know if it was not, I couldn't be rostered or it was just kind of one of those ringer situations where you're like, yeah, let the guy play. But it was the funniest deal because he says, all right, Chris, yeah, I'm glad you're here. Uh, if anybody asks who you are, your name is Bobby Nunez. <laughs> and I said, what, Cal? And he's like, oh, yeah, if anybody asks who you are, you're Bobby Nunez, okay? I said, okay. And I just... It was a running joke for probably the better part of months, maybe even a year, <laughs> that I was Bobby Nunez because obviously he had rostered you at some point in time. Yeah, he I wanted was, to make I was sure that with him quite yeah, a bit at one point. He wanted to make sure that he didn't get in trouble, you know, with like yeah. a ball and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. So I didn't even I hadn't even met Bobby at this point, Adam. Yeah. I didn't this know is, who he was. This is probably like seven years ago. Yeah. Just for reference. And then a couple of years later, whatever it was, then we finally got hooked up through some mutual friends and things like that. But it's still. So funny to me because that I knew who he was without well, even really knowing who he was. I'm I'm glad that we were able to uh, take time out to throw a uh, legend legend uh, men's league legend Cal Meese under the bus. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. like hey, uh, Cal Meese. Yes, he can in fact do wrong. Yeah, <laughs> believe it or not. Turns out, that, uh, yeah. But uh, either way, got to break rules to get yeah, records. Yeah, it's right. It happened years ago. They can't take away his trophies from the mall. It's yep. no big deal. <laughs> shout out, Cal, out Meese. He's just trying to play some hockey games. However, he can get that put together. Yeah. Uh, he was so thankful. I I missed something with Cal because he was so enthusiastic when you'd show up. It was like your day was made. Like anyone who walked yeah. in the locker room was like. Oh, they said they were in? They made it. I'm so pumped. Oh, man. <laughs> we got the team here. Gosh. Exhausted Cal and his overwhelming Whoa. positivity, and we just love him. Well, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But the, the cool thing was, though, I got to play, uh, there was a charity game for, and I talked about this on a shout-out one time, but it was for uh, Jessica Sands, I believe. Um, she was uh, played for the Dallas Warriors, but ended up passing away. But there was a charity game 
And uh, Cal Meese ended up being my D partner. And like, it's one of those things to where, like after the, like I was talking to him the whole time and he, you know, he's just, he is really just like the source of light and just is really everything that the game of hockey should be about. But this was the greatest compliment that he ever, he turned to me, we're in the locker room, we just got done playing. He turns to me, he goes, now I can say I played a game with Adam Larson. And I'm like, I was going to say the same thing about you, Cal. What are we talking about? Like, you're the guy, like you're the person. But like, he meant, like the weird thing is he means like the he things does. he says, yeah, like, it's not, uh, it's not shallow. Like no. you can tell that he it's means. It's not just like pumping mm. tires or anything. No, he like, genuinely is happy. He got to play a game with you on the ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he just like, and and it's just, and the thing is, is like, I feel like as soon as he leaves the locker room, it's just like, what just happened? Like that was just like a tornado of positivity and love and uh, all these good <laughs> things. Warm, but yeah, yeah, just uh, <laughs> see all these things. But uh, no, and and kind of going back to it, Bobby, it was funny when we first started the podcast. Like, I want to say it was after, you're, you're, Chris, you'll know where I'm going with this, but it was like episode three or four, and you and Matt Taylor were both like, hey, I got the guy for you. The, I got the guy. This is the guy that you need. This is the guy. You're like, Cal Meese. I'm like, I don't know Cal Meese. Like, tell me about Cal Meese. Like, everybody. But you both had uh, suggested him without each other knowing. Yeah, I remember that. And, and you're, it was just Well, he is. Cool. He's a local legend. And if you're in the hockey community... I would be very surprised if you've never heard that name. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first, or at least seen him with his beautiful long locks coming out of <laughs> yeah. the back of his yeah. helmet, skating <laughs> around and being like, look at that guy. But, the, <laughs> but, but the funny part was, because we had him on, he was a guest on the show. It, it was great. He came, it was at Roop's Roostap Room. He was right over here. But the funny part was, he was just so like, I'm not going to have a lot to talk about. It's like, you have like a world record for like, but what do you, you could write of? a book about? Cal. He's like, I don't have a lot to talk but, about. But, I, have, <laughs> I have offered to ghostwrite for him. I pleaded with. I even sent him a sample chapter. But he's yeah. like, uh, but but the part of part of his awesomeness is just like the way that he's humble and you know how he just like makes his way around without actually you know like he he doesn't get in anybody's way. He just kind of does as much as he can do to play as many hockey games as possible. That's exactly the type of simple. character that gets the distinguished you know honor that he does in this community but here's yeah. here's the that's thing. why he's so respectable right but I everyone also, no right. one has a bad thing to say about him. No, not at all but i also think if you're trying to play as many games as possible you just know that if cal shows up that it's going to be no negativity at all that if anything he's just going to bring positivity to your roster your team or whoever's playing at that point but i think that that that's also why he's been able to play as many hockey games because, oh, yeah. you know, any any of us personally, there might be times where we're like a, kind of a little bit of a, maybe a little bit of a dick every once in a while or something. Yeah. But Cal's never. So it's just like, oh, it's 100% going to be okay. Like once yeah. he gets here, everything's going to uh, end up okay. But uh, I was, what's up? Oh, just no, you go ahead. I was, I was going to say, I was happy to be a part of one of his uh, necessary games for the record he was going for. I think he's self- playing the tournament. No. But he was trying to play in every level, and that was one of his early early records he was going for. Yeah. And he had reached out and asked if he could play, I think it was C Upper at the time, and I was running a team out there. I still do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Please come play with us. Like, I don't care if we have 15 show up. I like, he played at every level there. during that year. That's what he was going to. for. And yeah. he even was allowed to play in the women's league. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a regular there. Don't yeah. let him lie to you. <laughs> he just shaved, but they allowed him to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he's like, he's like a weekly member there. Like, yeah. that wasn't just a one-time deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love Cal there. But there, there's plenty to learn. And for anybody listening, I can't remember what episode he was. But sometimes I like to plug these things. But we had a whole episode with him. Uh, it was really great. Uh, he's a great guy. 
but anyway, Bobby, this is also not Cal's episode. This is your episode. I mean, yeah, we could fill an hour talking about Cal. <laughs> but you know what? So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch back on. So we've established how uh, Rubes and I kind of got to know each other and yes. how we kind of like you know broke each other's walls down and went through that whole introduction phase. And I like that uh, part of it. I, yeah, I, I think it's great. I love that story about Cal giving yeah. him the. Give me my name. <laughs> I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. <laughs> we, uh, through mutual friends, you know, uh, Vickers. Uh-huh. Shout out. Shout, Shout out, out Greg Vickers. Vickers. Shout out Greg Vickers. He's OG on uh, Junior B. Yep. And he got Rubes on Junior B. And that's how, that was the team I met Rubes on. And yep. I was coordinating that, still am. And fast forward, um, I'm coordinating a team called Canadian Tire at farmer's branch mm -hmm. and i'm playing against kirk shout out kirk, shout out kirk. uh rick vickers josh you know all the guys shout out josh mm -hmm. and you know we're always we're hanging out after the games we play against each other we play the same night i'd always see them in the parking lot or something that team and they went through some managerial changes and eventually like roops was kind of <laughs> you know, taken over and we all had some drinks one night and it was like, Hey, let's just put it together. Yeah. Let's trim the fat. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, you got those filler spots yeah. and cause I think we both had to grab from free agents that year yeah. and which is fine. You know, uh, everyone but, has to go but, through that one. But there's point, a reason but... that they're called free agents. It's like, Hey, you're kind of here for a year. If you fit in great, if not, you know, yeah, I mean, like, I've had, like, yeah. I've had some great luck with free agents, like yes. some amazing luck. And then I've had some where it was like, God, that was terrible. Like, I don't, <laughs> well, I don't ever want to see you again in my life. But yeah. so we finally, we just had this talk one night. We were all having beers and it was like, let's just do it. Let's just put the teams together. We're all friends. We hang out anyway. Like let's, you know, win or lose. That's not what it's about. Yeah. And we, uh, we started working on it. And Rubes was pumped too because he was like, "We can put the Rubes Rubes look." Well, no, I'm no, like, no, 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 "All right, no. pump uh, breaks what? a little bit." What? When we had that talk, the funny thing about this whole deal, and I remember it quite well, is that we went through. Think about how we went through. What are we going to call ourselves? Oh, we yeah, be? yeah. And I credit one man sitting right here next to me, Bobby Nunez, for saying, "Let's just be Rubes Rubes." And I was like, are you sure? Because it was just a beer at the time. Like, yeah, yeah. Why well, it might I... have been more than that. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> no, you, I remember it very clearly because I never wanted to be like, oh, yes, I want a Rubes Brews hockey team. You know, like I was just like, no, remember we were talking about more drinks with like the Nordiques logo and we were talking about all oh, these different yeah, things. Yeah. And I remember you saying, let's be Rubes Brews. And I'm like, well, that's a that be, could be cool. But do you guys want to plan a team like, named after my beer, you know, and. Everybody was gung ho, and then Kirk, you know, ran off with the designs. Oh, big and shout out history. Kirk for his artwork and graphic design. Oh my god, yeah. he was. I remember that text group we had. It was yeah. Rubes, Kirk, and I, and he's just sending us all these like sample images. Oh, we went through everything, Adam. <laughs> we even had like at one point in time a Rubes Brews jersey mocked up to like the uh, Oregon like football, like the the, the Ducks. You know, yeah. like they the yeah the green and the yellows, the whites. <laughs> yeah. We're like, man. This is getting a little bit too much. But. Kirk, Kirk, Kirk was having a lot of fun with that. So, and I so, think I think we all were at so, that time. So Kirk does great work. And I'm going to give him a shout out, but also kind of like a little push right here. You ready? Oh, here's what we can do. Oh, man. I asked him because I wanted to come up with like kind of like a new logo for Face Off Spot. Ah. So he's going to start working on it. I want to see what he has. I want to see what he's got. It's still been a minute, but I really want 
Because uh, I feel like in a certain, some. at a certain point, you have to kind of like evolve and you kind of have to, yeah. you can't have the same logo forever. You kind of need to switch it up just yeah. so that people know that you're still trying. And you're yeah. still, even though I love the original, you know, Face Off Spot oh, logo, yeah. I reached out to Kirk. I'm like, like, let's just let's make it. And I'm not saying like make it 3D and spinning and shiny and have fireworks coming <laughs> Neon. Out. But it's just like, let's kind of like change this up. But everything that he's made, because uh, even though he didn't make the logo, he's made a lot of stuff. He made the uh, uh, bottle label that for the beer that came out. He's done a lot of stuff, and he always does a great job. So Good. I, you can count on him. I, I guarantee he'll come up with something. No, I know no, he will, and, but it's like I'm excited to see what it could be, for sure. and oh. I want to release it. The yeah. most exciting part about when Kirk does a design for you is when he sends you like four to five things he's worked on. Yeah. Just yeah. like, oh, these are all amazing. How do yeah. I choose? Yeah. Come out of nowhere and you're like, mm, I like that. You know what I mean? It will. It'll be a random Tuesday at like 11 a.m. and he's going to hit you with five samples he's been toying with. Uh, My I, favorite, though, is when he sent the one on Rubes's sweatshirt right here. I like that. Because I can't see. It. Well, uh, if you are familiar with Canadian Tire, because uh, the team I was running, Canadian Tire, was from the store. In Canada, we got permission from corporate in Canada. One of my Canadian teammates at the time emailed them, and we got permission to use their logo. Not like they'd ever come and find us in Texas, but yeah. it was just kind of funny to get permission. And so when we were merging, I was like, I want to incorporate. I love the little inverted triangle with the maple leaf on top. Yeah, I was like, I really want to try and incorporate that. So that's what uh, Kirk's spin was. It's the uh, inverted triangle with the Rubes Brews bottle and the logo and the Texas on top and the maple leaf behind. It was just like, I, I just about threw my phone <laughs> with joy when he sent I that. remember you sending me obscene gifts that I was like, oh my gosh, that's not safe for work. <laughs> trying to articulate as safe for work and life as possible right yeah, now. Yeah, and I'm like, I, know I think, I think Bobby a, likes it. He's <laughs> got a wide range of listeners, so I'm trying to be PG. Oh yeah, no, you can be fine. Yeah, no, I think that at this point, I think we've already done everything that we possibly can to... If people have already stopped listening, I think they've just stopped listening. Yeah. So we, uh, we, we should be good there. But, but that's the funny thing is I do credit you for that because I don't think we have this. Everything that's happened up to this point, I feel like it's all been fate with, you know, even me meeting Adam and Adam wanting to start a podcast and us kind of getting together. And even you as a contributor, like I said, because I don't think the Roos Roos Hockey Club would have ever been a thing other if it wouldn't have been for you just like throwing it out there like, let's do it, you know, and me being like, well, I don't I don't want to like push that. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't even think about it. And, you know, now it's become this, you know, three years later, not only has the beer, you know, become really, you know, popular here locally, but like we've done events. Mm -hmm. Like think about what we've done with, uh, you know, the, you know, the Warriors mm -hmm. um, coming up next week. We're going to, you know, get the guys together to do the Roos Roos Classic, the American Airlines Center, you know, like that would have never been possible without you just saying and speaking up and saying something so. Thank you, Bobby Nunez. Wow, that was honestly a pleasant surprise because I do not remember. Because <laughs> I, I never thought, oh yeah, let me just let's just make a hockey team after my beer. And whenever you you brought it up, we just ran with it and we never looked back. No, and it's been great. Like, you know, our goal because uh, we went to New York and we were still in the Lake Plaza. Were you going to Lake? No, no, no. We went to. It was a great trip. So Rubes and some of the other guys from Rubes. Oh, this was, okay. No, I know. In, in twenty twenty. Uh, <laughs> we, we, in 2020, in February, we went to New York. Yeah, another story we'll tell whenever we get older. Yeah. I, I remember when yeah. I was in 2020. <laughs> remember when we all got a cough and <laughs> yeah. from New York and we couldn't figure out why. Then the globe a, shut down later on. a month before things like shut down, Adam. Remember in March of 2020 when things just basically just went like full lockdown? We I were in New York literally four weeks before 
while the thing was spreading and every you know nobody even knew it like it was all like you know you had no idea yeah but during that trip we were still kind of in the discussion period because we had we were fine-tuning the roster and it was fun because we got to do that Mm -hmm. it was like okay we can drop the free agents and we can bring our friends like everyone we love playing with and we had said on that trip like let's be competitive but you know we're not there to win a championship every year. Yeah. Like, let's have fun with it. And it's, we, we've set out and, and made our goal, I think. Because we've also made great friends. Here you are. Like, yeah, I didn't know who you were yeah, in no, 2020. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't either. But here's the thing is that, uh, so you're telling me men's league hockey is supposed to be about fun and hanging out with the boys? Is that what you're telling me? On Rube's yeah. Bruise? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> this is a crazy concept. Some of our opponents, this maybe we'll <laughs> send this podcast to them. Yeah. <laughs> Other people may have different, like, motivation for what they do it, but, like, at the end of the day, well, especially after all these years, like, that's what it's... Hey, I will say as far as... Because I, I feel like I've played uh, on a bunch of different men's league teams. I have coordinated, actually, quite a few of them, not just here, oh. uh, back home. But, you know, I've, I've seen... I've run the gamut uh, on, on things like this. But one thing I can say is that when we talk about the Rubes Brews, so none of us actually call it, I feel like, Rubes Brews, but we just call it, like, the boys. Like, oh, the boys. Or the the and the and uh, the first time that I ever really actually met you guys was on that trip to Austin. And I was hoping that we could talk about our trip <laughs> to Austin. Oh, I, I, I knew think, this was coming. Oh, like, there are a when, lot of things because, Bobby, I had not met you. I, I had not met well, you either. Yeah. I, met I don't know how much y'all are going to I don't know how much y'all are going to tell, but well, brace yourselves, fans, because you want to hear a men's league story about a Brews Brews yeah, going to Austin, Texas. People want to know. So uh, we had been talking about uh, that there's a, a, a tournament called Can-Am. It was a Can-Am tournament. Awesome. And they have them all over the all over North America. They have them in yeah. Canada as well as U.S. And they happen to have one in Austin. And I was like, I pitched it one night after a game to everyone. Yep. Said, hey, guys, like, it's a three-hour drive. We've got our old buddy, shout out, Alex Parrish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I forgot Parrish. He was living in Austin at the time, and he was kind of an OG to our uh, men's league team. He moved there, and... Uh, Rubes knew a guy down there named Ricky Store. Shout out yeah. Ricky. Shout out Ricky. So we, Ricky had, we, had a few, we had a few guys there <laughs> local. We we're like, you know what? We could probably put a team together, yeah. drive down yeah. three hours, and uh, it'll be fun. So, yeah, I pitched it. We were talking about it. And we finally got the ball rolling, and we made it happen. And, I mean, from start to finish, <laughs> what a weekend. Oh, <laughs> no, but it was, it, was just, it was just the best weekend. It was the best weekend. Um Cause like we went down there and so I'm going to tell it from my point of view, if that's okay. okay yeah, yeah, you start it. But like, and, and I hope that you understand like what I'm trying to say here, but I knew John Rubio. Mm-hmm. I knew Chris Rubio. Yeah. I didn't know the boys. I didn't know. I had not met that. I hadn't played for Rubes Brews yet. I didn't know anybody. This is and right. So yeah. I'm coming down there. I'm thinking, all right, I know the Rubio. So this should keep me a little bit safe, at least. If I stay close to them, and then I meet the rest of the boys, I'm like, ah, this will be fine. This will be, this is just, this is going to be a good weekend. But that was just like, um, I've been on a lot of, I've been on a lot of men's league tournaments. It was probably, I would say, in the top three. And I've been on probably 10. And it was just, I could tell right away how close everybody kind of like was. And I felt like after that weekend, I felt like I was a part of that Whereas opposed to had I not gone on a tournament, let's say I just signed up for like a men's league season. I wouldn't have gotten nearly as close to the boys as I did just for going for three days down to Austin 
and just doing all, you know what I mean? And, and it sounds like, okay, we went down, everything was arranged. It was easy. We just did some body. No, 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 no. We, we went through, we, got close. we went through trenches together. Yeah. It was survival of the fittest. Yes, it like was. survive the weekend and you could stay on the Ruse Ruse hockey club team. Yeah. But, but literally, I mean, we had, so, so John to the, uh, to the listeners here, John and Adam go down early yeah. and I'm cruising down with our friend, Jimmy, shout out, Jimmy. He had this. What is he driving? What he is he driving? He's driving a 24 passenger bus <laughs> with like six of us in it, yep. drinking beers down. Oh and and Adam and uh, John Rubio are already there. Yeah. And we're probably about 30 minutes out or so. And they've been there for hours. So they've been out on the town. And we had Rubes, uh, uh, John Rubio calls me and he's like, hey, so. Uh, <laughs> The AC isn't working. And this is and April. Just, this is this in is April. Just, but here's the thing. Let me let me add to this. This is just as it's starting to get warm out. Like yeah. this is the literally the week where it starts to go from being like okay, cold to like hot. Yeah. No one's traveling in a hoodie. By yeah, the way. Yeah, We're yeah. all in short sleeve. And so he calls me, he's like, the AC's not working. And you know what? Let's backtrack just for a second. Let me give you a short bit of context we to can, lead up to yeah, this. Because I had context is- I had just the worst luck. So I get an Airbnb for like 11 guys. Rubes is going to stay at a hotel. And the rest of us are, you know, there's two locals. Maybe actually there were three locals. And then the rest of us are going to stay at this Airbnb house I got. And there's, you know, it's going to fit 11 of us or so. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be great. We're going to have a house. Everyone's got their own bed. They had like two per room. There's like a four bedroom or so. And anyway, the day prior, I get an email from Airbnb and it's like, Hey, your trip's been canceled. Yeah. I'm like, what? That's what started it all. I I must like blink my eyes and reread it like two or three times. Yeah, and I get joke. on I get on customer service. I'm like, what's going on? Like, I've got no information other than my trip's canceled. Like, this can't be right. And they're like, oh well, you know, they found black mold at the house, and they're not going to be able to host anyone anytime soon. I'm like, oh great, all right. So now you and I, customer service person, we have to scramble to get. A home for 11 of us on a day's less than 24 hour notice. And which, I mean, if you ever tried to book on those sites, yeah, you you gotta gotta be like at least months ahead if you really want what you want, right? Like, so you know, yeah, so we're scrambling. We finally find this apartment and it's, I think, equipped for eight. So I've got to now that I have the task, the, the real fun task of making the rounds to everyone who agreed to this house and has already paid. So I call Adam, I call John, I call Jimmy, I call John. Like I'm going down the list, calling everyone like, so here's what happened. Should probably bring an air mattress. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Everyone's fine with it. And then fast forward now mm-hmm. they're there. John calls me. Hey, the AC's out. And it was one of the first hot weekends. Even though it was April or so, it was one of the first hot well, weekends can, in Austin. Can, 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 can I give you guys a little backstory here? I mean, you yeah. tell you were the first one there. You, you, uh, so, go ahead. So, so here, here, here's the thing. is like John and I think that we've beat the system. We're like, oh, those guys aren't going to get down here until the evening. We're going to go down early. We're going to have so much fun. We're going to like possibly even go back to the Airbnb, take a nap before the guys get there. But we're going to enjoy an extra half day. That was our thing that we were going to do. So we're having a good time. plan at all. We go to the street and we're just having fun. We know we're going to be the first ones there. 
ha, we're saying, ha, ha, <laughs> so much fun. This is awesome. This is great. And then we get there because, you know, we've had beers and we're just ready to rest because, you know, we've been on the road. But after we're on the road, we want to go have beers, but then we want to go back and relax. We go back to try and relax and it's, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. This is not because now we have to be responsible. And we have to figure out a situation. We have to, first of all, we have to figure out, are we just too stupid to work the AC? <laughs> that alone, okay. that alone probably took 30 to 45 minutes just to make, because we were not trying to make a big deal out of any of this. We you also know. don't want to believe that this is happening. No, yeah. 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 Actually, and you don't yeah. want to believe that this is happening. Yeah, this money of this Airbnb and there's no air conditioning. Well, but the other, yeah. And this well, is our second Airbnb. Yeah. We're like, oh, this can't happen on the second yeah. one. So uh, at any rate, um, you know, we get there. We really do try our best to get it figured out. But then we're like, all right, like, we got to tell the boys. We got to, like, we got to get this figured out. We did not get it figured out. Mm -hmm. We ended up staying. We ended up staying there. Mm -hmm. Um. It was a sweaty, sweaty uh, few nights um, in the Austin climate, if, if that's what we'll call it. Yeah, so spoiler, John was not joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he me and I was like, you Thanks. better be joking. You better be messing with me. Like, yeah. this cannot happen. I've already dealt with the Airbnb situation. Yes. Please don't let our second one be a flop also. Yeah, so it turned out second was a flop also. And um, But at the, at the, here's the thing, though, is that pushing through all that, when you put a bunch of dudes in an uncomfortable situation you get to figure out you know true colors who are the what's the true colors here and everybody for the most part didn't complain they didn't bitch they just went through it they knew it was going to be a, a good hockey weekend and it was um but i was excited when i came back to the ac and oh stuff. my god oh, yeah. i can remember walking into the rink though and just being oh my god this is so yeah, it's like take a shower before we leave yeah, and then check. get in the AC in the car yeah. and then get to the rink and where we're it's not, cold. We're not lying to anybody. We're saying like we're also drinking quite a bit. We're already dehydrated, maybe a little bit warmer than we should be kind of normally. But uh, yeah. that, was, that was a situation. But uh, you're waking up sweaty in <clears throat> that place. But at the same oh, time, I remember getting home and although being very tired and very, uh, I don't know, a little bit hungover. It was just kind of, uh, it was just a great weekend. I knew at that point that yeah. Rube's Brews would be my, uh, that would be my landing spot when I'm able to make it. I feel bad now because I actually am not currently playing. Very That's good. like a played out episode in any 90s sitcom, right? Like, yeah. oh, this is the survival episode. Like they're stuck in an <laughs> elevator. And they all get to know each other. Like that was our weekend. And all. Do you really, do you really like each other? <laughs> We're not quite sure. <laughs> Uh, no, it was, uh, but it was a good bonding. Can we call it a bonding experience? It absolutely has to be. Was. You know, like, I think even whenever, like, the NHL seasons turn around and they get a new roster of guys and they go on the road together and they get to just basically spend time with each other. Yep. Like, they, you know that, that they're, they're, you know, those relationships are getting stronger. They're getting to know each other better. I mean, hell, I did that whenever I was playing college hockey. You, when you actually got to spend time with each other, that bond was just stronger. Yeah. And you know, you don't really get to do that now, like. No. Most of the time, you just meet at a rink on a random night with some guys for a couple hours, and then yeah. you go home. So I think that was an extended opportunity to kind of get to know people, what they like to listen to with their music. Yeah, I know. We definitely figured it out. Yeah. What they like to eat. Yeah. Or just how you much they mean? can drink. What they, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, that guy can hang. How good they are at karaoke. I mean, yeah. these are yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. we didn't even tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> we, what is the place called? Eno's? Was it Eno's? No, it was, uh, oh, God. I wasn't gonna, there. I just, I, I just, I got the Snapchat. It's definitely like one word. Yeah. And it's I, like, 
Oh, God. Or, I, we're going to have to figure out. It's like yeah. under a hotel or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. But, but those a, are things you don't normally get to do whenever you're just playing men's league at, you know, at Mansfield on a Monday. Like, I'm just saying, you know, as an example. So it was, it was a good opportunity. There. And I remember it because you weren't on the team before that. No, I did. But as soon as we came back that weekend, it was like, hey, like, is he going to play with us? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I think he is. And then all of a sudden, boom, you know, like. It just, yeah, he it made it through the sweat box. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's an honorary member. Get yeah. him a koozie. Get him a shirt. Well, but, but here, if, if, I can, if I can draw this back a little bit for you boys. Um, so, I mean, right before that, I was coordinating a team uh, in Mansfield. There was a bunch of good guys and everything. But, like, my biggest complaint was that, like, we didn't do any, Like, I was able to get guys together to show up and play hockey. But I'm like, I play enough hockey. I'm on the ice all the time. Like, this isn't. I mean, I love playing hockey, but this isn't why I put the team together, you know? Like, I'm trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to create what you guys had already done for so long, but when I showed up to the tournament, I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> this is it. And then the other thing was, too, it's like, I don't have to be responsible for anything. I, I don't have to. Play. Yeah, because no I mean. No one was judging at all. I just. Everyone uh, was just happy you were having a good time. Yeah. I and think. that's, see, but that's the benefit of, having a hand-selected team. Like, we had two to pluck from. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. we still have a bigger roster than that. I mean... Yeah. Oh, no, but you know, Rube's Rube's roster is... I mean, we're, we're not uh, we're not thirsty for players, right? You know what I mean? No, we, not we at got, all. We, yeah, it's, we're, we're, we have a plentiful amount. <laughs> but, but the thing was, and this is the way it was described to me, and I feel like this is how most men's league should be, is that the boys are just like, we're close. And one of the things, and I know that this might be kind of whatever, but we hang out after the games and like we hug when people leave. And I know that might yeah. sound weird, but <laughs> I love it. I think it's the best thing ever. I think it's like literally, and people are asking about like how their lives are doing, whatever, like people actually care. Like people are actually friends. Like they actually like, this is what it's all about. It's not actually, yeah, we want to go win the games and do the things, but like, that's not what we're doing it for. You know, no. like we're doing it to make friends and, and create like, long-lasting relationships with uh, other people. And sometimes, if I can say this, like, sometimes for guys, it's hard. It's hard to find, like, guys that you're like, hey, man, I got your back. Like, no matter what, I got you. But we know when you go to battle with them and you hang out with them after games, before games, on trips to Austin or New York or wherever, you're like, all right, like, yeah. like I got your back now. Like, we're good. And that's where you learn, like, what people are all about. And I feel like you guys have done a good job, both of you, have done a good job about, you know, making sure that the guys here are the guys that are the ones that are loyal to the other guys. For sure. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, we, we are selective in that regard. And I told you earlier about, you know, Rubes, once you're in, you're in. Yeah. But it's it's tough to get to that spot. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and yeah. Th th there's nothing wrong with that. But what, what you see, you're seeing the result of that. Yeah. Like who else is out there in the parking lot? Yeah. Well, everyone but, else is going home. Our team's still out there hanging out. There's probably, a, you know, sometimes upwards of 10 of us. But, he, but he, here's the thing, though, and I say this all the time. If there's a men's league team and they're trying their best to get the best players at every possible chance to come and play, that is not a sustainable way of doing it. You get the people that are, are your friends and you, you, you battle through things and you like you get people that are going to stick around through thick and thin. You don't just try and get. Like, oh, there's this really good guy at drop-in I played with last Friday. He's on the team now. Like, that guy might only be there for a week or two. He doesn't know any of your people, doesn't have any of their backs. Like, there's too many, like, teams that I feel like don't try and um, kind of have, like, a sustainable way of having their players on the team. Does that make sense? No, it no. does because, I mean, what's your reason for playing? Yeah, are, are, yeah, yeah, exactly. What is what your it, reason yeah. for playing? Yeah. Are you still chasing a dream? 
Are you yeah. just super competitive? Uh, and all these things are fine. Yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, you but know, it's not play the game. Do, yeah, do whatever do what you, you want. want do, but yeah. uh, for us, it's just it's both. Yeah, well, and, and you you get them. That's why you fit this, in. This <laughs> you're good. you're under you're under the same philosophy. This is what it's about, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, because thing is, at the end of the day, we're not making anywhere now. Like we're we should be enjoying our time with the people that are also on the team and to do the things. And one of the things that, and I hope I can say this, but there's times where we, we might lose by a couple goals or whatever, and we get a little frustrated, but then we get back to the locker room. We're having fun. Everybody starts chatting again. We, you know, we might go out to the parking lot, still hanging out, doing whatever. And then I kind of see like the other team, they just get in their car and leave, get in their car and leave, get in their car and leave, get in their car and leave. It's like, oh, they don't, they're not friends or not saying none of them are friends, but it's like, oh, they're not, they're like, they don't do our thing that we do. Like, I look forward to hanging out with you guys and I look forward to knowing who's going to be there, who I can see or like, you know, and it's okay to set up your team to like win and stuff like that. But if like, you don't care to see those guys and you're just playing for that way, like that's just a different way of playing, but not everybody's playing because of that. Like we want to win. I'm not saying that, but like, it's about the camaraderie. The I, I, I have found more brothers within Rube's Brews than I have. Uh, and it's so easy to get to meet so many brothers doing men's league you know yeah because you, you you get tested with people and you get i don't know you're just you're just well yeah just like on a smaller scale just like us surviving the uh the no ac in austin yeah you yeah go through things with them and whether it be a hard game or you know something else you're gonna go through some sort of mental test with them and if they're right there with you that yeah. says a lot and you kind of want to keep them there yeah and i have yeah, I've met a lot of great people through this game. Mm -hmm. Like two of them right here. Like, I mean, <laughs> where, you, I would have I would have never met y'all if I didn't decide to play ice at 20 years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it all goes back to that. I could have still been playing for free at a park <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> with all my blades. <laughs> hey, Bobby, and, and, and we're glad we're glad that you did. And this is all. Yeah. But I feel the same way. I mean, I could have. Uh, I felt like Rube's kind of brought me on. And it, it's just, but that's the way it works. It's like, hey, uh, like. This is really what you should check out. This is, uh, cause it's just, uh, it's good people. And sometimes, you know, it's zenful too. I mean, I don't like saying escape from reality, but that everyone needs a little societal break yep. mentally. Yeah. Like there needs yep. to be, everyone has to have some sort of Zen in their life. And this is us finding it. Like we get to go out, don't get to think about anything except the game for a bit. Yep. And then we get to share good times with friends yeah but that's like i, I it is it's a great release you yeah. know especially whenever you have responsibilities you know like yeah. jobs and homes and kids and you know like all these other things like it, it it really is you you do you just concentrate on like playing the game that we all love yeah getting the ice and just doing what we do regardless of how it turns out and then at, at the end of it, like you said just have like having a, a deeper friendship with the guys that you you know normally wouldn't you know like i said like i like what you know adam was saying earlier about like you know some guys will just teams will flicker out because they just try to grab somebody here grab yeah. somebody there well, what what does that really mean you know what i mean but you know with what we do we get an opportunity to really dig deeper you know with uh like everything and i, I think that's more like you said it just it's more enjoyable you know every week rather than just going to play hockey and then leave. right because i mean how many guys are saying oh i got a 10 30 tonight yeah, <laughs> I am. Yeah, because I get to go play because with we my get boys. to see each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, but I guarantee some of the other teams just like, oh, 
But I got a ten thirty game. Yeah, which is why you see those teams with like just, six or seven guys, you know, on those games. You know, here yeah. we are. We got like twelve or thirteen. <laughs> but because we're looking forward to hanging out. Yeah, it's different. But, but yeah, and here, here's you know the other funny parts of that, and I'm just kind of piggyback piggybacking off what you guys are talking about. But there's so many people that would go home after loss and be like, I didn't, I didn't win. We're not successful night. Whatever. We can still lose by one or two or whatever. Go out with the boys. Like have a good night. Have great conversation, do the things, leave. And most of the time, I leave Farmer's Branch thinking, tonight was great. Like, yeah. <laughs> win or lose, it's like, I had a great night. I talked to a bunch of boys that, like, really just, like, all have each other's back and, like, really have each other's back. Yeah. Like that, I don't think that there's a lot of teams like Rube's Brews. I think it's one of the reasons that, you know, that this works. It's well, that's why it's for the right reason. It's why so many people are asking to play with us, like yeah. friends we know who play on other teams or we've played with in the past yeah they want to come back or they want to join and but there's a cool loyal like there's a cool just kind of like once you're in it's just hey like it's uh and i feel like i'm trying to describe something that half the people that are listening to are like no i totally get it and half of them are like what but you know it's just i mean yeah i mean it's kind of a fraternity in there yeah it it is it is and and that's not an exclusive one but one that we definitely value but that but that but that's what we're that's what we're trying to put together you know what i mean that's the at the end of the day um matt taylor is going to be upset uh this was not this is not 45 minutes this is closer to an hour (laughs) this is an inside joke this is an inside joke yeah (laughs) but it does mean that we are closer to the uh last part of this Uh, I know Chris Rubio, you know that there is a shout out, but you're not the first one that has to go. Well, should I? Or Bobby? Bobby, Bobby, you're prepared for a shout out. We can put Chris Rubio up. I am familiar with the podcast, so so I was prepared for this. Do you have something prepared? Because usually I ramble on for like 30 seconds to a minute. To give you time to think about it. <laughs> no, like, I, I, we can I, tell I, if I can, you need uh, to think or if you're ready <laughs> yeah. to go. You know what no, I mean? I, I think I think I'm ready. Uh, so there's gonna be a little bit of a there's gonna be a little bit of shameless shout outs here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do uh, it. There's a small preface there, but that's what it's for. Uh also including myself. You know, I was going to talk about how I'm happy with the decisions I've made because I've met so many great people. Yeah. Because of hockey. And you know what? It's paid dividends in life outside the ice as well. Yeah. Like we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, so that's my first sort of shout out to just the hockey universe mm-hmm. and what it's provided for all of us. And I'm thankful for that. And I don't take it for granted. Uh, two, shout out Diversity Dance Studio. There you <laughs> go. Hey. Texas. Let's go. If anyone's looking for a, a <laughs> dance studio, go on by. Ask for Presley Sneed. There shout you out. Go. Or Taylor McKay. Yeah, you can do whatever. Let's go. Let's shout out. Just kidding. Uh, no, Presley's you... one of her oldest students and no. uh, one of my favorites, but no. Taylor is the operator and this is what it's my for. girlfriend and I absolutely no, love her. No, this is what it's there for. There you go, Bob. This is yeah. what it's for. You can definitely do all the things. This is for well, a shout out. You're pretty much what I'm trying to do is that you're standing with your feet on the earth and you're shouting out into the right. world who you appreciate what you want like you know this is right you, you were spot on you did great so um a shameless one here i've actually started a show with a buddy of mine it's hockey based mm-hmm. and we're sponsored by super deaker and it's a hockey practice pad and we'd love to have you guys on sometime we've only done one episode so far okay but we might be filming next friday 
So uh, shout out to Jansen, my buddy Mikey, and Super Deeker. The show's cool. called DQ. So I like Super Deeker. They actually knew you too. I was like, yeah, I was, say, yeah. I think Adam's talked to these people. I was, yeah, I was just names out, and they were like, oh yeah, I know Adam Larson. I was like, oh well, I guess I'm not uh, cool anymore. Well, no, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, you mean I'm just sloppy seconds? <laughs> no, I was gonna bring someone to the table, but you already know him. No, yeah, uh, yeah. I was, uh, uh, I don't know. I was a little busy. We'll put it that way, and we'll move on from that. I was, yeah, uh, hey, that's no. Fine. I mean, it, that's but fine. no, Super Deaker is great. Super Deaker is great. No, yeah, I have Deaker's one great. now, and they gave me one. It's it's great. Uh, I encourage it if you're looking for something at the the house, kind of great, uh, you know, synthetic ice and an all around practice pad. I don't know if <laughs> any men's leaguers out there are practicing, but we, if we, you are uh, into that, we actually, yeah, we have a whole episode with Andy Healy. I don't know if you know Andy. He, uh, he was our super deeker guy. Uh, his episode was in like the sixties or something like that, but no super, super deeker, great tool. And what was the what, count? Not the year, by the way, what was the show? Say it again. It's, yeah, it's what's called the name uh, of your show? DQ. 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 That's what uh, is it Jansen. DQ or is it D E K E U? U. The letter U. Oh, okay. So D E K E space space U. space U. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just just <laughs> that whole thing. Want to get this all through? But uh, okay, wait so a minute. So also, oh, okay. about, no, 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 no. I'm just making sure you're gonna get the proper shot. Oh yeah, absolutely. Also going to shout out my buddy Chaz with uh, Bombay Vapor and Denton. Mm-hmm. Great guy, great products. Um, he's uh, the brother of one of my really good friends who I've known since fifth grade. Yeah. So I'm going to shout him out. Um, and just, yeah, like we were talking about earlier, all the friends we've made, I'm not going to go down the list. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you it's- know what? One special you one. Can. I'm going to shout out one individual because they shouted me out on this show and I met them. And without being kind of boastful here, <laughs> taking <laughs> too much credit, <laughs> yeah, I got I got him in to the DFW hockey scene, mm-hmm. our very own Griffin Franco. Shout oh, out, uh, Griffin. Uh, that's You're the only point. one to shout me out. That's a good one. Yeah, because no, no. I was also... And right now, he was like, I want to shout out Bobby Nunez. Yeah. We had a great... That was actually... Like, that was a great episode. That was actually a really, really good one. And I was... Te- I text Adam before that ever happened. I was like, get Griffin on. The fans <laughs> need to hear Griffin's story. I did say that. And I think somebody else did and finally Adam was like, all right, you know what? We're going to do this. And then he like, it was, it was a great one. I think it was a very popular one at that. It was. No, it was. It was so quality, man. Yeah. Like, we was. had like some real in-depth, like just real good talk that, you know, yeah. like. I've probably just, listened to it. I think I've listened to that one twice. I always listen to my buddies ones. Like, you know, yeah. shout out Newman. I've listened to his. Newman's episodes. been on like four times. Yeah. Who so, even? <laughs> he, he has episodes. Everyone else got like a He's show. He's so good though. He is so good on like, uh, uh, this is just me saying it, but like Newman's so good on the mic. Like he he's just very well versed and knowledgeable about hockey. I actually, to be honest with you, if I can say this real quick, if I have a cancellation or a thing or whatever, I just reach out to him and I'm like, hey, <laughs> like, can you come talk to me? Can you come like, Dude, the, the can you man, on I, I swear, like, it was so funny because, okay, there's another one I'm going to take credit for. Shout out Numi, but I met Numi at Piranis. Both of us were working there at the time, and I I don't think he was playing men's league anywhere, yep. and I brought him on to Junior B, and then no he's kidding. just kind of, yeah, and he's just kind of like, 
you know, disperse. Been a very it, important man in all of our hockey lives. He's a catalyst, you know. And what's funny too is Newman's so knowledgeable on uh, equipment and just the game in general. And yeah. it was so funny because you'd be like, "Hey, you know, uh, did you see that guy over there?" Like, was he wearing the Bauer Vapors? Like, I don't know what skates he was wearing. <laughs> like, who identifies him like that? The guy in the you know, right. used to be white jersey, now yellow. That but yeah, here, he knows he, a lot of things, Newman. He does. And nah. It's so funny. He'll identify yeah. people by equipment. I'm like, man. He's a lot of stuff gift. that a lot of people don't normally see whenever they're in the ice, right? So, yeah. All kinds of things. Uh, yeah. I do something similar, but it's skates and left or right-handed. Yeah. Like, I can always tell. I know somebody by their skates, left or right-handed. Everything yeah. after that, I don't know. Yeah. But I know what skates they wear, and I know if they're left or right-handed. But Numi's also the boy. Um, yeah. I, he also taught me... Uh, how to sharpen skates. Shout out Bob's Garage. If you need them sharpen, come on, Bonnie. <laughs> Wait, I think you're shameless. Done. I thought you were done with your shameless plugs. Or, oh, yeah, no, we got, you got, got a list. You got anything else, Bobby? Got, Wait, uh, there's one more shout out you need to give. And it's something that is always feels like it's over my shoulder in a good way. And that's your father. Because that man, I've been playing with you for several <laughs> years now, Bobby. Yeah. And if there's one constant that I know of, other than, other than, you and me playing hockey together, it is your father. He was on the list. He was coming up. But, yeah, uh, shout out to my dad. When he is in town or not asleep, he is always at the game. Always. And I can always count on, like, seeing him and, like, just tapping the glass or, like, giving him a wave. Yeah. Because we'll be at Farmers at a 1030 game, and there's nobody there, obviously, and we're hanging out and playing our game, and I can always look in the corner and see him wearing... You know, like the hat, you know, and just sitting there and just like always supporting the boys. So, man, that's got to be a good shout out right there. Yeah, he is just in your family in general, I think, other than just your dad, you know, like you, I know you have a very supportive family. We are all very supportive to one another. And for my dad in particular, he's just such a sports fan. I mean, he had me and Sam. That's my brother who's a year and a half younger. He had us running through everything. I mean, he didn't really, you know, he grew up in Brownsville. It was a border town. They didn't have hockey. Yeah. But took us to games. Yeah. Got he us totally loved it. He loved yeah. it. Yeah. And, and, I mean, he just ran us through just about every sport available in the area. Like, I was not born to sit still. So. It comes as a shock, he just, Bobby. He just, he just loves watching any sort of sport. And I'm the same way. Like. You put any sort of feat of athleticism on the screen, like I'm going to be glued to it yeah. and just appreciating it. Yeah. And he's the same way. So, yeah, he loves he loves coming to our games and watching. Well, I have a sense of comfort whenever he's at the games, to be honest with you. It's kind of weird, but I, whenever I kind of know he's there, he's like my little emotional support bear in the corner, and I'm just like, yeah. hey, Bobby's dad's here, you know. If somebody acts a fool, he's going to yell from the other side of that glass and let him know that. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> he, he has. He's been always... He's such a good spectator, but he's always been protective of, you know, stuff that he knows and he sees is, like, out of line. You know what I mean? And, like, he's always been there to kind of, like, be on our side and, you know, like, bark for us, you know, if we absolutely, you know, like, kind of needed it or, you know, somebody to, like, back us up, you know? He has definitely gotten into it with refs. I remember there was <laughs> just a couple months ago, some call wasn't called, right? Like, should have been. And it was a little dangerous, and he is just given this ref the business and to the point where like the ref's no longer watching the game he's arguing with my dad 
through the glass. And, like I skate over and just like, are you going to watch the game? Or the, just the like, one man in the stand. He with the, yeah, the one guy in the stand. He's arguing with. <laughs> so but no, that's a good shout out. Yeah. Your dad, your family. I know you're really close with them. You know, yeah. your mom and all that kind of stuff. There are a lot of wonderful people, good people. Right. Yeah, I was definitely, he was on the list. And I think that was going to be the last one. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't. I like how you're prepared, though. Most people are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's cheap for well, me, Adam, because yeah. I've got to listen to several episodes. Bobby's a listener. But, he, but yeah. he, here, here's the thing. I feel like last time we had Weitzel on, though, he knew to do the noise. He was the first one to do the noise. Weitzel was ready for the noise. Weitzel, he was too, our, by the well, way. I missed the road also, show. It also went like two, was it two plus? Yeah. Two plus hours. Why? So, yeah. uh, so we can plug that episode. Somehow too. we sat here for a while. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely a while, but it, it was all good fun. Uh, but these are kind of what, this is kind of what happens when we come to the, uh, uh, the roofs, roofs tap room here. We all sit around and shoot the stuff. I don't know. Are we G who knows? Um, but anyway, <laughs> Rubes, uh, you have shout outs. I do have a shout out. I'm going to make it really short. So I think you guys know if you listened last week that coming up here on this upcoming Tuesday, March the 1st. The Rubes Brews Hockey Club is going to host and put together a hockey game at the American Airlines Center. And it's going to be fun because there's going to be guys from the Rubes Brews Hockey Club. And there's going to be a lot of guys that are local to the area that are going to join the group. And I just want to give them a shout out. We've got some uh, some new guys that are not normally with the Rubes Brews Hockey Club. Frankie Maisie. Uh, let's see who else on this. Third. Uh, uh, Milt. Hi, Phil. Jimmy He's coming. Atkin- yep. <laughs> Jimmy Atkinson. Uh, Dan Wood. Cal Meese is going to be there. No way. What? Uh, Paul Monahan. Unreal. Good buddy. Matt Taylor is going to be a part of it. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Andrew Palmer. And, uh, my uh, my other coach that I coach with, Michael Toth. And, and then also the other goalie we're going to have is uh, Eric Kennedy. He's one of the guys that uh, coaches over at Mansfield and does with stuff with goalies. So wow. it's going to be a lot of fun. That's my shout out. It's always so much fun at the American Airlines Center just to get on the ice. And play. It's gonna yeah. be Rubes Black versus Rubes White. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So that's my shout out. Looking forward to it. How do we? It's gonna be the commemorative third year birthday event deal going on here soon. So I am sad. I'm probably not making. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just probably. quit your job, Bobby. <laughs> I'm personally in time. <laughs> there's your there's your solution. I'm personally very excited uh, about the whole thing. Yes. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Adam will be there too. Yes, I will be there. Thank you. Thank you. Of yeah, no, I didn't let the normal suspects there, of this roster. Playing <laughs> with his glasses exposed. I will. To the elements, yeah. sticks, hands. Yeah, that's it. I, I, but here's the funny part. is like, I feel like there's a lot of people like, you wear, it's like, yeah, like if anything is extra protection. Like if you're going to slash me in the eyeball, like if anything, it slows that far. Like if anything, like, I don't know. I don't wear a cage. I agree. I don't wear a half shield. Like if I'm going to wear something to protect my eyes, I already got something on. That's a good happy medium. I like it. I don't know. I just, I feel, I feel like so, certain people are like, how do you do it? It's like. What do you mean? Like, have protection for my eyeballs? Like, I don't know. It's an easy thing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ever curious about how you do it. I'm just, like, sometimes stressed out watching it. Like, I hope his glasses don't break. Well, I'm not even break, I but, like, I I always, I'm always curious to know how they don't fog. Because, you know, like, whenever I wear a half shield like on my helmet, it's almost for sure so that thing's going to fog, uh, right? So it's all, it's all dependent on the rink and the humidity and the dew point inside right. each rink. Um, but the thing is, no matter what it is, if it's going to fog, it's only going to fog when you're on the bench. Because hmm. once you're moving around, it doesn't fog. Anymore. It doesn't. Yeah. That's right, he's trick. got sort of a that, ventilation yeah. going yeah, on. Because you're moving. Well, if you stay moving, since I move my feet most yeah. of the time. Uh, oh, I see it. 
Yes, science. I like it. My feet most of the time, there's not like... Was that a knock on your back checking? Yeah, if if you're just standing on the blue line, huffing like up in your... Like huffing and puffing in your own face, then yeah, there's a good point. But uh, either way, uh, Chris Rubio, so that is your shout out. Yeah, that's my shout out. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. I really want to just thank everybody that I know that listens to the podcast that uh, may just be listening just because they follow Rubes Brews and they're interested to know what's going on with with the beer and and then also know want to know what's going on with hockey just really thanks you guys like i can't believe it's been three years it you know it was a 10-year plan of mine to open up a brewery and i can't believe we're three years into this already and i think a lot of people know about it and you never know seven years from now maybe there's a brewery around here that's rubes brews you know so yeah well uh hoping for so uh i'll put my feet up on the bar top uh just act like i own the place yeah, no, <laughs> just, yeah just uh have my room ready upstairs <laughs> in your house vip <laughs> Sir, it's time to leave. I can see I can see now the VIP room is the Adam Larson room. Yeah, I can see you. it already now. That's what I need. <laughs> but it'll be a, it'll be a good fun spot for everybody to come and uh, visit. Um, all right, well, boys, um, this is my shout out. This is my thing. Um, so my shout out is for finding. I love hockey, but my shout out is for finding some life and appreciation outside of the sport of hockey itself. Uh, my shout out is for. Being more uh, complete people. And uh, this is mainly geared towards people, I think, that not just for if you're too involved in hockey or too involved in something, um, I think it's good to become more well-rounded. I think it's good to become... um, I think there's a lot of people that end up kind of uh, feeling like they're really, really cool because they do this one thing and they do this one thing well and that makes them feel good because other people look up to them because they do this one thing. Um, whereas I don't know, as I'm getting older, I think it's more important that people find, uh, a way just to be more generally well-rounded and to have friends that, uh, aren't necessarily, uh, into whatever it is that you're into or to do things that you're bad at or to, um, yeah, I don't know. So if you're into hockey, that's totally awesome. You should continue to be into hockey. I still think it's the greatest sport in the world. I still think it's one of the greatest communities in the world, if not the greatest community in the world. Uh, but at the end of the day, like find people that uh, challenge you, find people that bring you outside of what you're good at and that challenge you and um, just become more well-rounded people. Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the times I'm really, really, really super into hockey and it's really, really cool. And I love hockey so much. But um, sometimes when you find somebody that brings you outside of that and uh, kind of makes you well, more well-rounded, uh, it just makes you a better person. And at the end of the day, sometimes... Uh, a better hockey player. Um, so anyway, you can take that uh, how it is, but that's my shout out. You know, I, like I, 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 I get what you mean. And I think if someone's challenging you in the right ways and making you a better person, it can affect your game because you're going to be more positive. Yes. You're going to already have that sort of Zen mindset mm-hmm. and you're going to be just aligned. Yes. More, 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 more spiritual aligned. If you're, if you're too folk, Here's the crazy part. If you're too solely focused on one task, you will become unfocused, I feel. And that's just me saying my thing. But I feel like you need to be a well-rounded person. And then if you're well-rounded, you can focus on that task. And that task will be completely centered instead of it being uh, askew or off a bit to the side. Yeah, I agree. Does that make sense? No, it absolutely does. Because otherwise, like you said, if you're too focused on it, now it's this hyper-obsession. Yes. And there's no sort of perception outside of it. So you need a balance with yeah. everything. And that's going to 
be an imbalance. So it's kind of like uh, if we're going over into playing goalie, Chris Rubio, and I promise we'll in the episode, but it's almost just like <laughs> solely focused on stopping the shot and not knowing where you are in the net. It's more important to know where you are. And you need I agree. To I, mean, I, I feel like I feel like what you're really saying is that you just gain really maybe a different perspective on what it is that you normally would do. You right. Know I mean, like you don't, don't look you don't look at it the same way that you did. Yes. Before you look at it differently, yeah. and I think that just has a huge effect. Well, so. boys, we went over again. Second week. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, I am going to cut it off. There are things that we need to do. Uh, Bobby needs a. He's got a men's league game. He's got to go to. I got to go home. Rubio's got a family here. He's got, I'm sure, feed at some point. But, uh, no, oh, wait, is, is the kid still up? Yeah, the kid. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, hey, just wanted to go ahead and do the Matt Taylor list before we shut everything down. But uh, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iTunes. You can also find us on our website at uh, faceoffspotpodcast.com. I'll say that one more time. That's faceoffspotpodcast.com. Uh, you can find Rubes Brews on Facebook and Instagram, and, and just follow us here in the next few days. You guys are going to probably listen to this on to Thursday, and then uh, coming up next week is going to be the game. Just really appreciate everybody, all the love and following with the stories and all that kind of stuff because um, just, I just do. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of fun. I try to bring the hockey, try to bring the fun, try to bring the love. So thank you all. All right. Can well, I hey. find my uh, sharpener in my garage at Bob's Garage? <laughs> uh, we're not, the address. We're not on Instagram yeah. <laughs> or anything else. We'll figure out Just a way. text me. We'll figure out a way for everybody to get a hold of Bob. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, we, we appreciate all you guys listening. And uh, we have some good episodes coming up uh, here pretty shortly. So uh, check us out every Thursday. We have new episodes. All right. Later, guys.